Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking to a money coach. We're gonna go to Canada and talk to Candace about her business as a money coach, how she is encouraging people to really get to know what their goals are when it comes to money, how things are actually really happening in their money, where is it going out to, where is it coming in, and all that stuff. And I think this is just such a... um good conversation to have. Maybe one that you're already having in your life. Maybe one that you should start in your life. Either way, this is a great episode to tune in to really get you thinking about how we can have a better mindset around our money and how we can manage it even better. And Candace tells you how she helps people do that. So without further ado, let's listen in on our talk with Candace. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. All right. Welcome to the podcast, Candice. Can you let our listeners know who you are, your background and where you're from? Yeah, sure. I'm Candice Vax Friesen and I am a money coach and I live in Manitoba, which is in Canada. And uh, so I'm a country girl. I have a family with four kids and we live just outside of Winnipeg and live early. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I started this money coach journey actually really young. And so many times you find that life sort of circles back. And so I have a background of entrepreneurs, my parents, my grandparents, everybody around me was, was entrepreneurs. As, and as a kid, I, I looked at that and I thought, okay, I, I see people who are doing this around me, but how am I going to do this too? Um, I did have an, an aunt who was an accountant and I looked up to her a lot and she was very career driven, uh, very successful. And I thought, okay, that's what I'm going to do. So I went to university and got my bachelor of commerce, was going to be an accountant, ended up meeting my husband and sort of didn't go that route, but uh, became a realtor. And then in doing that, a lot of people just said, you know, how do you, how do you do this? Or, um, you know, can I ask you something about money? Because you seem to know a lot about money, right? And so I think in life, so many times, if you really listen to what people are saying to you and the feedback you're getting, I think it's very easy to brush that off. But when you really consider what people are saying, um, it can sort of guide you to maybe where you should be focused in in life. And so I started doing money coaching a few years ago because, again, and it just circled back to when I was 12 and I, I was this nerdy kid reading personal finance books, trying to figure out how I was going to do this, just like I saw people around me doing it, right? Um, so that's kind of how the journey has, has led me to where I am. And, uh, you know, there's so many facets of money and, you know, as a parent, teaching my kids about money in my own house, but people are thinking about, okay, I want my kids to learn this stuff and, and, and do better than I did, or be able to figure it out sooner in life than I did. Or you have people who are in the struggle right now, or people who have come past that, but now they're looking at, okay, I figured out the basics. Now I got to start investing. And 
uh, or I want to start a business. And, and so it's, it's a really interesting uh, coaching uh, type of coaching, I suppose, uh, because it's, it's so varied in, in where you're helping people. Right. You probably have a variety of different situations and personalities and goals and everything. And I just love how you talked about how you could see when you're just 12 years old, that this was something that you were preparing to do in a way and how life, it does feel like detour. Sometimes you're like, I spent 10 years or years doing this, but you always kind of circle back. And I love that. Um, we are so different from each other. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, my, my mom is more of the, um, she's a bookkeeper. And so she tried to teach me how to balance a checkbook and it, she almost pulled her hair out. So I I'm good now, but it took a while. What are some of the signs in which someone could sit there and they take stock of their finances and it could be in business or personal finances that lets them know that they really could use a money coach. Yeah. So I think maybe where to start with that is like, what actually is a money coach? Cause a lot of people don't know. Okay. So if I think of back when I was a kid, um, and it's been a few years, unfortunately, but maybe fortunately you learn a lot along the way too. But you know, when I think back to when I was a teenager or a kid, you know, the banker, your local banker was kind of somebody who sat you down and said, all right, you're getting your first loan for a car you're 18 now, or you're 16, uh, you better figure this money thing out. Let's talk about that too, right? So the, the banker was the one to sort of help people to figure out how they were going to budget to pay back the loan. Now, obviously there was, it was in the banker's best interest to make sure that they weren't spending all their time collecting on these loans. So that's why they did that. But nowadays, you know, it's just in and out. You, you don't even maybe see the banker. It's, there's DocuSign, you're signing your um, your loan agreement virtually, and you're not even talking to anybody. Um, so there's not that same guidance. And I think that, um, you know, sort of the other option is, okay, well, I'm going to go see an investment person, but then that person is maybe just trying to sell me things. So is that somebody that I trust or the insurance guy, right? Who's trying to sell you insurance. So really a money coach is not somebody who's going to say, well, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, you know, an investment person is somebody you want on your team. Definitely. You want to go see the insurance person, but uh, I'm not selling anything. So it's just a neutral person to sort of come alongside and say, okay, let's think about not only where you're spending money and not, you know, that bad B word, which is budget and the word everybody hates, you know, we're, we're not just focused on that, but it's really often the psychology behind, you know, so it's no different than when you're trying to lose weight or get fit or anything in life. If the more you want to succeed in life, the more you need somebody to be by your side and hold you accountable, right? To really get those changes made to enhance your life and your lifestyle. Okay. That's awesome. And I think the, what the benefit could be having someone like you, who, like you said, is more neutral is that there's a lot of books you can read out there and there's yeah. programs and all that stuff, but you can come in and really get to know the situation and kind of yeah. personalize what would work for them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, when you have a, a couple of relationship, you have one person's money ideas, you have the other person and really what they grew up with believing about money. Now you come together as a couple, uh, again, back in the day, uh, 
churches or the pastor would do the, the premarital coaching counseling and talk a little bit about the money stuff but now people aren't getting married in churches traditionally like that anymore and so again where's the conversation where's the, these conversations just aren't happening right so um so i do help people even before they get married to to have those conversations as well but um when you when you come together as a couple it's so much like oh this will all work out you know we're in love we're happy we'll figure this out it's it's going to work out it works out for everybody else and then you come up with all the the trials along the way which are inevitable in life right and the money challenges and people losing their job death sickness all the things that come up right yeah that is so true <laughs> you kind of think that you know yeah it'll just figure itself out we'll just kind of make it up as we go along and then you find one person's a spender and one person's a saver and it's just, it can get messy. So that's yeah. a really good point. I like that you focus on the premarital because it is true that we do not have these conversations. We're just not talking about it. And I think some people are genuinely embarrassed to talk about yeah. what's going on, you know, cause we can make things look fine and that's not, um, yeah. or just be embarrassed to even admit that they're, they don't understand what they're doing. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So would you feel that the person who might be in that category where maybe a, they feel like their finances are out of control. Cause I think that's kind of probably when they come running to you a bit when they're yeah. like, mm, our debt is too high. And so what would you, what is the first thing you talk about when someone is feeling like they're in the weeds financially? Yeah. So again, usually it takes getting to sort of a hard point place in life where you have that wake up call. Again, no different than people tend to focus on their health after they have a health scare, right? So we go through the motions, we just do life, and then suddenly something catastrophic happens. And we're like, okay, we better finally address this. Um, so yes, that's definitely when people tend to call. Um, so yeah, that could be many different things. Uh, again, sickness, death, um, divorce, now I'm on my own, how do I do this? I've never really had to do this before. The other person handled the money, those kinds of things. Um, so the first place really to look at is, where's the bleeding? We gotta stop the bleeding first, right? So we wanna look at where's the money going out? Where's the money coming in? And where do adjustments need to be made? Kind of, again, to get to that sort of stable spot. And then it's really making a plan of what you want, right? you could go anywhere with, with your money journey and what your goals are. Um, and there's no right or wrong answer. It's really looking at what do you want? And I think so often in life, we don't even do that, right? We just go through the motions, but the more, I, I like to tell the story of this woman, she said, you know, when we got married, we sort of, we were sitting there at 20, 20 years old, and we sort of planned out what we wanted to do in life. And she said, you know, amazingly, we actually hit almost all of our targets of what we wanted to do. And nothing was this big lavish things, but they did travel a lot. And, you know, they sold everything when they retired. That was the plan 40 years ago. They sold everything when they retired, got in a motorhome, traveled around the, the US uh, for a couple of years. And again, that's not everybody's plan. That's not what they want, but that was their plan, right? And so the more that you can sort of come up with these ideas and plans, and again, the more that it's really centered around your values and your purpose, um, it's going to be a lot easier to 
reach those financial goals because there's a plan, right? It's just like if I want to travel to to Vancouver or to Florida and I just say, well, I'll, I'll hop in the car and let's go. I probably won't make it, right? I need, I need a map. I need to know kind of how much it's going to cost. Where are we going to stay? Where do we want to stop for the night? Things like that, right? And it's the same with money. The more that you plan, the more that you're going to find success. That's excellent. Yes. Just got to sit down and do it and just get that plan going. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you come along business owners at all when they are trying to figure out their finances and make plans and how they want to grow their business? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So a lot of small business owners will also reach out or we're dealing with people who are like, well, I've also, because again, we start dreaming a little bit. Right. And then they say, well, I've also wanted to start a business. Um, and the other thing to, you know, so often when you're thinking about money, it's like, okay, well, I, I can cut back and I could eat craft dinner or I could cut down my, you know, turn my high, my, um, thermostat down so my my heating is lower but it's really not only about the expenses it's also looking at increasing income right so maybe people are applying for a raise at their job maybe they're starting a business on the side there's many different ways to also increase income so we look at that too and that's sometimes where the the money piece comes in of uh, of looking at entrepreneurship if somebody's never started or you're also looking at their business because it, it ties in as well with their personal finances. But yes, I've heard that before. Sit down with a budget and you're like, is this actually an income issue more than anything else? And how do we generate that extra income and grow? So it's very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking of the person who might be listening in and they maybe need to work up to the point where they can reach out to you or, you know, it, honestly should reach out to you right now, <laughs> you know, and then you can, it'll be, a, it'll pay off on its own. Um, but yeah. what are some tips that you can give to listeners that might help them get started on the right path and get a few things sorted out? Yeah. Um, so if you're not ready to kind of sit down with somebody yet, there's a ton of books out there. There's a ton of resources. So start just with reading and taking in more knowledge because again this is something that people don't really talk about right you don't talk about it with your parents a lot of people are like man I wish my parents would have just taught me these things Um, but you know today is better than never right so just start with getting some education figuring out um, some of the pieces right the next thing is to gather all the information that you have so when I sit down with people I say okay where how much do you owe on the car and they're like well this is my payment I go, that's, that's fine. But what's, what's your overall balance? How much do you owe on that card loan? And a lot of people don't really know what their numbers are. So if nothing else, a really good starting point is just getting that awareness of where, where am I at? So instead of just looking at, okay, how much is left in my bank account at the end of the month or how much do I have by the end of the week? uh, It's really looking at, okay, how much am I spending towards fuel? How much am I spending towards groceries? Uh, and just getting an awareness of where thing, where the numbers are at. So start with one month. And then once that's tackled, go back an extra month, you know, and, and then you can start seeing sort of the trends um, of where money is going. Uh, once you've kind of figured out your general finances per month, then you also want to look at cash flow issues, which can be those expenses that come up every once in a while. So being in Canada, I've got four kids. My kids play hockey. So that's a big expense. A lot of money that goes out in September. Yeah. And if you 
if you're a parent who who has kids in any competitive sport, you're you're nodding. You know how that goes. Um, but we can also have maybe property taxes go out once a year if you're a homeowner. Um, more expenses around Christmas, you know, very seasonal right now and applicable. Uh, so we have different times throughout the year where we see bigger expenses uh, and amounts go out. And if you are somebody who's got a salary, the money is regular, but the expenses come out at different times, right? Um, so trying to figure out how am I going to put some money aside to cover some of those more expensive times. It's a really good idea. I know that for a while though, we got stuck in this Christmas cycle where we were just kind of, we didn't plan ahead for the Christmas season. <laughs> and you were just like, ah, it'd be such a good feeling. I think so for so many of my listeners to get to a point where these expenses that just come up seasonally or occasionally that they are ready to just take care of them because I saw it coming. So that is good. When you meet with somebody, and you're coaching with them. How long is your coaching sessions? I mean, do they have packages that they can buy or kind of how do you structure that? Yeah, so it depends what people are looking for. We have like a four-week budget boot camp. So if it's really just about sort of figuring out the basic numbers, you want to start with that four-week program, which is really easy. Uh, and then we've got a three-month and then there's individual coaching. So it's really as, as long or as much as you sort of need, right? To feel like, okay, we can do this. And, you know, sometimes people, they just do the three months and then they kind of are good for a while. And then we meet again, you know, and kind of do a, how are we doing? Where do we need to tweak some things? Um, so it's, it's nothing that people are ever locked in for a long time. in. it's really just as much as people need. That's awesome. And I love that customization that you can do with coaching. Like, okay, I'm here if you need me. And if you don't, we can pause and keep going. So that's yeah. awesome. That is very good. I love the boot camp. That's awesome. That's very good. All right. So Candace, what are you learning right now? What is your thing right now? I love that question because I think we always need to be learning every, all of us. Right. And so today we've been talking about money and maybe for somebody listening, that's their thing that they need to focus on in life right now. Uh, for myself. Uh, so I'm still a realtor as well as doing the money coaching and there's always aspects of business that are changing. Uh, so for myself, um, sort of constantly relooking at where we're at with technology, so our websites, what we need to change in terms of the advertising we do through social media or, or whatever that sort of looks like in, in each different aspect of the business, right? Um, and I'm also um, creating a book, right? So I'm almost done. I've got the editing process right now, and it should be ready for a book launch early next year. And so that creates a whole new thing that I'm learning about again, right? How to launch a book. And um, sometimes it's not even just becoming an expert on everything yourself, but finding the experts, just like we're talking about today, right? And so I found somebody who's gonna be helping me with the book launch. I still need to know aspects of it. And, and again, putting together a plan to make sure that the launch happens successfully. And so I just find so much of, of life and business is really planning things out. Usually around now, well, a little bit sooner, but uh, October-ish, I start to do business planning for next year as well. Um, so a lot of that is, again, sort of looking overall at, you know, we get so sucked into working in the business or in, in personally in our, in our personal finances, we're just looking at sort of today, right? 
Um, but in business, it's really important to take that step back and look at the overall plan and how did things go last year that, you know, what went really well, what needs to change, where do we need to um, improve on, on different processes. And so um, that's something I find that I'm always, always learning, always tweaking things. And I, I really think it just, it never ends. It doesn't. We're lifelong learners, right? If we're doing it right. <laughs> that's awesome. And then learning about book launches. I mean, that is its own thing entirely on its own. I know that it used to be so different years ago, but now you have to have a platform and it's, it's so much more than, and maybe not more, but different than what it was. So that's, um, that's a project, but that's exciting. So if you do launch your book, um, in time, we can throw it in the show notes. Cause sometimes, you know, these episodes come up over time and it'd be really good to point our listeners to your book. Awesome. So, that'd be so good. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we have someone who is here and they want to reach out to you because they really need some Candace in their life. Um, where can they find you? How do they find you online? Yeah. So the easiest is my website. So investor smarts, dot ca ca is for canada uh investorsmarts.ca well candace thank you so much and it was just so awesome talking about your business and how you help people and i just think that what a great way to serve others and see other people grow in their finances so thank you thank you so much I really loved how Candace pointed out that these conversations are just not happening as much as they probably should be or maybe as much as they did in the past. And and I just really like the fact that we could kind of engage that conversation now, open up a platform to say, hey, we're talking about it. Let's talk about this for a minute. And let's take a moment and really think about how are we psychologically viewing our money? How are we handling our money? And how could we do better? And I know that I've been thinking a lot about it in my growth journey as a business owner and really thinking about how can I start really investing in a long-term plan. So, so I just think this is just a wonderful thing to talk about and think about at the beginning of the year. Who does not need to take a minute and just really think about how am I being intentional about the money and how is my psychology about money? I mean, just that mindset around money. How is that doing? And I am right here with you. So what a good talk. Candace would love to talk with you about this more if you want to reach out to her. She is more than willing and we have ways for you to access her in the show notes and keep an eye out for her book because books are amazing ways to learn and grow as well. So I'm really excited about that. And this is just a friendly reminder. This is your friendly podcast manager. And if you are thinking about launching a podcast this year or just managing the podcast you already have, I am here for it. I would love to talk to you more about it. And also, if you are a service provider who is passionate about what you do and ready to let the world know, I would love to talk to you and maybe look into getting you onto the podcast. So with that said, I hope you have a wonderful week and come back next week, Monday for another discovery call.